Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to an extra part of I Work With A Nightmare that is all thanks to you guys. We asked for some more reviews and promised a reward once that happened and you all came out and showed us so much love. So this is for you. Of course, if you want to give the show a review or rating now anyway, please do. It really does help us out to not just get it more of an audience, but also find more people willing to share stories for the podcast. On the most recent episode, Pete Havel shared the story of his co-worker Hazel and how the horrific experience inspired him to write his book The Arsonist in the Office and start a new career as a consultant helping workplaces remove that toxic element from the office. Well, Pete has offered his considerable service to I Work With A Nightmare. On every alternating week, we'll be going through an old episode and story and Pete's going to offer his expertise and advice on what can be done in similar situations. First up is episode nine, Beck the Barista. If you can't remember, Beck worked for a cafe owner who overworked her and blamed every single one of his mistakes on her. And he, just in front of all these people, just completely lost it at me. Like, where have you been? Why did you take so long? What were you doing? She decided to quit, but he convinced her to stay. But when things only got worse, she managed to pull the plug and quit the second time around. Here's Pete's take on that story. I don't know how many people were there, but it sounded like Beck was getting the lion's share of having everything thrown at her. Um, I guess except literally um, things being thrown. But um, yeah, I mean, that, that really sounded like a situation where in some ways I thought it was going to end with the boss trying to force her out. And it surprised me when, when she said that she wanted to, uh, uh, that the boss wanted her to stay on. Because frankly, some of those signs about, let me pile extra work on you, uh, let me berate you, that sounded like a boss that was wanting to, for her to leave. Um, but when you find yourself in a position where you've made a decision that this is a bad place for you, don't go second guessing it. I mean, she was getting a lot of abuse. From that, uh, from that boss. And then, uh, you know, the, the boss said a few nice words about, I want you back. And she was running right back to, uh, to the bad situation. If you know it's time to go, just like in a bad relationship, pull the plug, uh, pull the ripcord, whatever it is, get out. Right. So really, I mean, while it took her two attempts to, to leave, you'd say she made the right decision. I, I do. I mean, at some point, especially when you're, uh, you know, the, the stress levels that, that she was talking about, if it is physically or mentally extremely unhealthy, 
uh, yeah, I, I think that's a good decision with, with one caveat to that. And that is during that time while she's making the decision, if she's made the decision that it's time to go, if anybody makes a decision, it's time to go look for another job um, before you, uh, you leave because being unemployed and battered by that experience is a whole lot worse than trying to ride it out, mentally block out the abuse, hopefully for another few weeks and find something else that you can go to where you're not going to have to just recuperate from the bad thing that happened to you in that job, but also suddenly have no paycheck. So uh, I always counsel people, unless you think it's going to kill you or um, uh, you are breaking down mentally beyond repair, try and stick it out a few more weeks and, uh, and find somewhere to land. Is it worth, though, setting yourself like a deadline for that as well? Do you think otherwise you can end up trapped looking for a job? Maybe the job market isn't great, but you're like, I've got to wait, and you just end up trapped potentially for months? Yeah, I'd look to find it somewhere. Um, I mean, unless the, and this is certainly something that can change depending on each individual. Um, now, I wouldn't say a deadline, but but make that effort to uh, to find something as long as you can handle it. Uh, because it sets up two problems. One, the financial. Two, going into your round of interviews for that new job. And they say, why do you leave your last employer? One, you may not have a good story um, that, that you want to share. That was my problem uh, when, I, when I left the firm that I discussed in, in the arsonist in the office. Um, so that is one problem. But um, two, it takes a while to get over some of these types of experiences. And the emotion, the rawness that somebody may feel may make that question even more difficult beyond just what the truth is. But the, the emotion of it, the, um, the vividness of it, the wanting to say something bad about your employer part of it, all those different things makes uh, that process a whole lot more difficult. I hope this might provide some encouragement or advice to anyone else in a similar situation. It can be hard to tell what to do when you're in the middle of it. Do you agree or disagree with Pete? Feel free to send messages through via the website samblacker.com. You can also send us a message there if you have a story you'd like to share on the podcast. We'll have another mini from Pete in two weeks' time and a full episode hitting you next week. Until then, good luck at work. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.